Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the latest episode of Tome Show News. I'm Lewis Britton, and with me are Tracy Hurley and Brenda Stoddard. Tome Show News is here to bring you brief news updates, primarily on the Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game and things that are impacting the D&D community. This episode of TSN is being recorded on Friday, February 26th. Before we begin our news coverage, here's a brief word from our sponsor, AwesomeDice.com. Look, if you're going to roll dice, you're going to need precision. AwesomeDice.com has sharp edge dice for a fraction of the price of other such precision dice sellers. Chill out, my man. Oh, hello, Bard. Please, share your bardic inspiration about dice. Yeah, I've got bardic inspiration dice. Is this totally mellow cannabis-themed set with smoky interior? Exclusively available at awesomedice.com. I see. Well... Precision, Bardic Inspiration, or one of countless other unique dice sets. It seems you can get it all at the most awesome dice company on the internet, awesomedice.com. And don't forget to let him know, the Tome Show sent you, dudes. And now, here's the news. During its annual investor event, Hasbro had a number of interesting announcements concerning Wizards of the Coast. A key one is that they are reorganizing Hasbro into three financial reporting segments, Consumer Products, Entertainment, and Wizards of the Coast, or Wizards, and Digital. A number of folks have pointed out, some with surprise, that Wizards and Digital operating profit is higher than the other two divisions with less revenue. Revenue for Wizards and Digital was $761.2 million in 2019 and $906.7 million in 2020, with profits of $294.7 million and $420.4 million, respectively. Also announced were at least two crossovers with Magic the Gathering, involving Lord of the Rings and Warhammer 40k. It appears that uh, at least the Warhammer crossover will be a series of Commander decks. In addition to the reorg, Wizards of the Coast has a new logo! So all of this has been relatively recent, and a lot of the story is developing, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more in future episodes. Wizards of the Coast has announced another upcoming 2021 book release. Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft seems to be continuing the trend of D&D 5e sourcebooks being titled Famous Person from D&D Lore's Guide to Something or Other. And in this case, we're being given a new sourcebook for the Ravenloft setting, which will contain 30 different subdomains of the Domains of Dread. This book purports to contain the research and case files of renowned monster hunter Rudolf Van Richten and promises many new game features to both players and dungeon masters. Some of these features include guidance for building customized settings in the domains of dread and using horror tropes in your adventure writing, horror-specific trinkets, character backgrounds, and character lineages, two new subclasses, the College of Spirits for Bards and the Undead Pact for Warlocks, character options involving dark gifts, new horrific monsters in a new bestiary. The book also promises a brand new adventure, but details are sparse thus far regarding its contents. As with many other 5th edition releases, a game store exclusive alternate art cover will be available on release day. This new 256-page hardcover book has an MSRP of $50 and is scheduled to be released on May 18, 2021. 
in issue number 36 of Dragon Plus, there are articles with interviews from all of the authors of the upcoming Kendall Keep Mysteries book. In these interviews, I and the other authors get to talk to the magazine and you, dear readers, about how we came to work for Wizards of the Coast on this book, what some of our influences were, our favorite fictional detectives, and other things. I do hope you'll give it a look. And now for some D&D Kickstarter news. Thus far, there have only been three tabletop RPG-related Kickstarters to break $1 million. At this exact moment, there are two more such Kickstarters that have broken the million-dollar pledge mark. The first is a 5th edition supplement called The Seeker's Guide to Twisted Taverns. This resource promises 14 new, uniquely designed tavern settings. The Seeker's Guide Kickstarter has both physical book and PDF pledge options, along with lots of extra goodies. At the time of this recording, this Kickstarter has raised $1.1 and is scheduled to end on March 6th. The second Kickstarter we're monitoring is the new One Ring 2nd Edition. Free League has picked up the license to publish this new edition of the Lord of the Rings RPG setting, the first edition having, having been published by Cubicle 7. They are funding this new edition through a very successful Kickstarter, which, at the time of this recording, has raised $1.4 million in pledges. This Kickstarter is of interest for D&D fans because Free League has promised to keep the D&D 5e version of this game, titled Adventures in Middle-Earth, in production along with this project. The One Ring 2e Kickstarter page features a note that they are working on a new 5e edition as well and promises further news in coming months. The One Ring 2nd Edition Kickstarter is scheduled to end on March 4th. Lastly, we want to highlight one last Kickstarter project. Our friends over at Tribality.com are running a fundraiser for the second book in their nautical 5th edition setting known as Vodari. Full disclosure, a member of our news team, the illustrious Branda Stoddard, is one of those friends. The Under the Seas of Vodari book has raised $42,000 at the time of this recording, and its Kickstarter drive will end on March 5th. It hasn't broken the million-dollar mark yet, but I'm confident it will. Good luck, Tribality Along with the other major Wizards of the Coast announcements, uh, there's been an announcement that Dungeons & Dragons and Magic the Gathering are entering into a significantly expanded partnership with WizKids for a wide variety of new products, including D&D sprue miniatures. These are miniatures still attached to the sprue that you clip out and then paint. They'll be unpainted, made of high-impact polystyrene, There'll also be D&D action figures, a D&D paint line, D&D and Magic the Gathering artifacts and prop replicas, and D&D accessories including battle mats, maps, bags, and carrying cases. This is an exciting time for new merch for Dungeons & Dragons and Magic the Gathering. Roll20 recently released their Q4 2020 or Group Industry Report, which details a bunch of numbers and info about Roll20 usage. A key number... Roll20 passed 8 million users of their site in Q4. As usual, they outline the games that have had the most usage on their platform, both as campaigns and accounts. For accounts, the top three are D&D 5e at 52.9%, uncategorized games at 14.96%, and Call of Cthulhu at 10.3%. After that is Pathfinder at 3.69%, and Pathfinder 2nd Edition at one58 
account percentages had similar rankings, but they, um, after the first two, dropped off a bit in percentage of the overall usage. Uh, in addition to the percentage of games, they also detail growth of games. So the top three games in terms of growth are Cyberpunk Red, uh, a French game, Forgotten Chronicles, and Gear Zero Engine. They also called out a number of games that they thought might be particularly interesting to the audience. Aside from the great data on what games are being played on their platform, the report contains a lot of context and infos about the games themselves and might actually help people find games that they might like to try. And that concludes the February 26th episode of Tome Show News. We always enjoy bringing you the news on all the happenings with the game we all love and the community that surrounds it. If you have items of information that you think we should be covering on TSN, please reach out to our team, either by emailing us at thetomeshow at gmail.com or on Twitter at thetomeshow. I'm Lewis Brenton. I'm Chasey Hurley. And I'm Brenda Stoddard. Thanks for listening. 